Hello, and welcome back to the Raw Thoughts Podcast. In this episode, I am updating you on my no social media challenge. I had to ban myself from social media for one whole week because my screen time was just getting a little bit out of control. But I have to say that it was one of the most life-changing things that I've done in a long time. And I can't wait to just share all my raw thoughts with you and just give you a recap on how the whole week went, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. I hope that you enjoy this episode and that maybe it inspires you to start a challenge of your own or at least just be a little bit more conscious about your social media usage. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you next time. Okay, so one week with no social media is complete. And I just want to share with you all my raw thoughts on it. It definitely was a super interesting week. I want to say life-changing in a way. It kind of did meet all my expectations indefinitely. Increasing what I wanted to increase and decreasing what I wanted to decrease. Uh, If you want to learn more about the rules that I set for myself and the expectations and hopes that I had going in, make sure you listening listen to the last podcast episode because I kind of went over all that there. But yeah, so at the beginning, it was a little bit tricky for sure. I definitely found myself clicking on the app multiple times throughout the day, clicking on Instagram or TikTok. And part of me did feel like there was something missing, you know, um, definitely a little boredom <laughs> involved and kind of like a restless feeling, you know, just feeling not entertained. Like I was looking for something, um, and maybe a little bit of like FOMO too, you know, am I getting messages that I don't know about? Uh, Did people interact with my story about the podcast that I had just posted? So yeah, there was a lot of that. Um, And I definitely, it's not like I didn't spend time on my phone this week. I definitely did. I was just doing different things and things that I found were a lot more productive and a lot more aligned with what I want to do so you know if I was having the urge to go on my phone um, I actually started basically researching um, microphones to buy for the podcast because thanks to all my patrons I have some money saved up and I want to get a mic or even a couple mics so I can start doing in-person podcasts as well with better sound quality so I was researching that a lot Um, and then also I definitely took a few videos throughout the process Uh, I love filming videos and making you know content 
for TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that. So I was filming a couple days and I was also editing quite a bit on my phone as well. So that's kind of what I sank like the main time, you know, in my phone into definitely, you know, checking emails and that kind of thing. But yeah, that was pretty much the time, like the majority of time spent on my phone. Um, Another thing I noticed is that I felt a lot more like desire to be social, which is interesting because I already feel as though I'm a pretty social person. But I don't know, I felt more desire to reach out to people and text people, which sometimes I'm notoriously bad at texting back people and getting in touch with people. And it's not like I'm perfect now. But um, yeah, I felt more desire to reach out and check on people and ask how they were doing. I think that it kind of made me realize that, you know, social media sometimes doesn't feel very social, right? It doesn't you know, especially if we're not commenting on people's posts or posting ourselves or messaging people, you know, just the actual scrolling aspect of it and consuming content doesn't really feel too social. But what I realized throughout this week off is that maybe it is almost filling this like social need Um in a way that isn't truly satisfying but because like we're seeing so many images of people and people talking to the camera and all these like parasocial relationships that it almost does satisfy a social need in a shallow sense and so we just return back to those apps and the more that we're on those apps the less that we're actually reaching out and connecting to people and actually making those connections that feel genuine and satisfying so that's definitely something um that I was not expecting to discover throughout this but yeah I felt a lot more social I also did start doing other stuff (laughs) because you know my time wasn't just being filled with social media So I was definitely reading a lot more, which was really nice. I'm reading Girl on the Train right now. I've been on a bit of a thriller kick and I live right near the library too. So super accessible. I actually went to the library with Branwyn one day and we just both got um, Girl on the Train. So we're reading it together even Dolphins has read it now too and it's really good so far. A weird thing like just a synchronicity I want to talk about in my life recently was that I've been really into reading thrillers right and so the first book that I read was so there was oh Greenwich Park and one of the main people in there is named Rachel. Then I read one called The Dinner Guest, also a thriller. And one of the main girls is named Rachel. Then I randomly get this girl on the train book and the main character is named Rachel. I just found that so weird that all of the characters were named Rachel. And 
when things like that happen, I just feel like I'm going in the right direction. You know, it's it's a weird synchronicity, so I must be doing something right. But anyway, been reading a lot more, which is great. Um, been working on the podcast a little bit more, which is nice as well. Feels really good to get back into the swing of things. I, you know, decided that I'm just going to record every Monday. So the recording is done ahead of time and then post it on Sunday because I reliably have every Monday off, um, because I go to therapy then. So I just, it makes perfect sense, you know? It's a day of letting all my feelings out, all my raw thoughts out. So I love that. And the thing that was also surprising is I was just sitting down after work, just went straight into bed. And I was planning on watching a show, but I realized the laptop was out of power. And then my phone was also out of power. And my book wasn't near me. And Basil was on my lap. So, of course... You're kind of trapped when a cat is on your lap, right? (laughs) You don't want to get up and disturb them, which is funny because Basil is actually on my lap right now, but it's a perfect time. So I just sat there and I just sat and just let my mind run. And as I was letting my mind run, obviously inspired by all the thrillers that I've been reading lately, I started coming up with a story in my head about... Um, a girl who is also a stalker. And it just kind of formulated itself. And then as soon as Basil got up, I ran and I grabbed my notebook and I just wrote down kind of the main plot, like the, the bigger points of the plot. And then when my phone was charged up, I just started writing that out. And I don't know exactly what it's gonna be yet. Like, it's not really a book. Obviously, I don't think I'm going to publish it. The same time, it's not really a short story because it's already pretty long. But I was just really enjoying writing and doing something creative in that way. And I think that that's something that I always enjoyed when I was a kid. I always wrote books and short stories and really enjoyed doing that. And so it was nice to rediscover that. And it's interesting that that only came when I had a moment to just sit with myself and not be distracted by something and not be entertained by something. And, you know, obviously, even though I'm doing no social media, I still could have read my book or gone on my laptop and watched something. But it just, I think not being on social media still allowed that to happen. So that was just really cool. And I've been kind of writing here and there just casually and it's a really fun creative outlet that I'm enjoying and I just definitely give full credit to me doing this week off social media the fact that that came up is really cool (laughs) so yeah that was a nice little surprise that came out of it and the other thing is that I definitely do feel a lot less restless now. Now that I've had a little bit time of time to adjust, I feel like my attention span is bigger. Like I can actually sit and do nothing for a little bit, <laughs> purely nothing. Or, you know, 
make food or do things without having to have some sort of stimulation. I just feel as though my mind is running a little slower in a good way. Not too slow, obviously, but not as scattered. You know, I don't feel as scattered. I actually do feel more calm and like I'm doing things with more intention and obviously not perfect, but definitely less restless for sure. And I'm also just getting things done a little bit quicker. You know, I am not distracted and kind of trying to half do something on my phone or finding it really hard to pull away from my phone. So things kind of get done quicker. Definitely not going to say I'm always productive or anything, but that's also not the goal. We don't need to be productive all the time. I definitely just feel better overall. And I'm really, really happy that I made this choice to ban myself from social media. I think it just, I needed a little reset. And now, you know, I'm kind of contemplating where I want to be at with social media. I have gone on it a couple times after the challenge ended and I found that it was super stimulating. And in my mind, I was thinking, how was I on this all day before? Because things just do seem like a slower pace to me now. And when I went back on there, everything's very quick and stimulating and just moving on from one thing to the next super quickly. And yeah, it was a little bit much. Again, it wasn't that bad, though. I still was on there for a little bit. But I found that when the uh, timer went off for the, you know, my screen blocking app I didn't feel compelled to go on it again and I don't know if part of that was because I knew that it was a little bit of a process to get back in because I had to go disable the settings but also I just felt like okay I'm done you know and that was a very interesting feeling because usually I'm very quick to ignore that and just get back to doing whatever I was doing and back into the scrolling and the dopamine, but I just, you know, accepted it and moved on to something else. And that's a very cool feeling. It's very freeing to not feel drawn to this thing. And so I haven't really disabled any of the settings that I put on at the beginning of the challenge So it's still basically impossible to get into those apps, although you can disable the settings uh, on the app. And I think I set the disable for 15 minutes, so I could do it that way. I could also just maybe readjust my settings. So I'm thinking maybe I can, you know, open it a couple times a day you know, for 15 minutes each and, but also set it that I need to wait a certain amount of time before I open it. So I'm thinking about it and also that maybe it doesn't open every time. So then I can also think, do I actually want to do this instead of it just being a habit? 
because I, I, I do like going on there. I think especially when I need to actually do content related stuff, you know, posting stuff on there or messaging people back, those kind of things. But I'm kind of just enjoying the no scrolling aspect and it has been very freeing so far and I even went on a trip with Branwyn to the city on my day off and not that that's I would have skipped that because of social media but I definitely feel more willing to do things like that because I just want to get more stimulation and there's not just that easy source of stimulation right in front of me on a little screen. I actually have to go out and seek that stimulation somewhere because even shows or researching things on my phone, that's not the same level of stimulation, you know? It's still at a slower pace and it's not literally designed to be addictive and to create the most amount of engagement and to create the most amount of dopamine as well. So overall, I I am surprised at how easy it was and the fact that I don't want to stop. <laughs> like I, I wasn't just rearing to go ready to jump back on social media as soon as the challenge ended in fact it was more of a reluctance to go back on there and at the beginning you know I had a little bit of FOMO a little bit of fear of missing out but now I don't really feel as though I'm missing much and that's pretty inspiring because it was you know, such a, had such a hold on me and I couldn't really imagine myself feeling this way about it. But once I actually took a step away from it and just lived my life a little bit more, it honestly didn't really have as much of a hold on me. And I just feel like there is a lot more time now and I honestly just want to go another week without it and, and see how I feel. And I love that I'm doing things like writing and reading and working on my podcasts and um, editing videos and researching into microphones and going to a, to the city for a day at the art gallery and... Um, working on my miniature model which I also did Brandon got me a little miniature model kitchen for Christmas and I've been working on that too and talking more to friends you know reaching out more to friends and and going on more walks and just doing all these things that actually bring me real joy and and yeah maybe it's not as initially as exciting or stimulating but in the long run it actually you know gives it gives back and it's not something that just takes away and drains you like social media can and again I don't want to demonize it because I know that there are a lot of positives that come from it and 
even me, you know, I'm trying to create stuff to put on social media, you know, videos and things like that. But I'm realizing that you kind of have to live a life to make content about. And I think maybe that's just what I was missing. I think definitely days off are still always the hardest for me. I I think my day off recently, I honestly didn't do much either. I mean, I had two meetings that day, so that was kind of a chunk of my day, a couple hours, and then I was pretty tired, so I took a nap, so that was a couple hours, so I didn't really do much that day, but it's not about doing a lot either every day. It's just, like I said in my last podcast, about having conscious choice over what you want to do and what you don't want to do. And when you have something that is so addicting and so like dopamine filled, it creates habits. And so you don't really feel like you have much of a choice. And oftentimes because it's so automatic, you're not really thinking about how it's affecting you or what you'd rather be doing because once you're in there, it's really hard to get away. So it's all about having choice and being able to make conscious and intentional decisions around how we want to spend our time. And I don't think that social media is a bad thing and it's going to be completely absent from my life because I still like getting inspiration from there I still want to post on there. I still, you know, need to promote my my podcast and I want to be a content creator and have kind of a presence on there. I want to influence people in a po- positive way and put my thoughts out there into the the world. But I'm looking forward to doing it in a more intentional way and I think that If you are feeling a little dissatisfied or like you don't have enough time in your life to do things, a great place to start would be looking at your social media use and, you know, maybe try a little reset. It's honestly not as hard as I thought once you get over the first couple days. It's really not too hard. Obviously, it's always nice to have a friend do it with you. That can really help. Um, or even just an accountability, you know, telling someone, hey, I'm going to do this challenge for three days or a week of no social media. And I, can I check in with you after to, to tell you how it went, you know, which is basically what I'm doing on the podcast now. But that also helps as well. I, I think that, yeah, we can definitely reduce it. And that's good, too. But for me, I don't know if that would have worked. I think just going cold turkey for a little bit was exactly the the reset that I needed and it made me realize that you can totally live without it and it's not actually adding as much value to your day as you think it is well I didn't really think it was adding a lot but it's it's you're not missing much basically is what I'm trying to say and I hope that this inspires someone to take a look at their social media usage and and 
make more conscious conscious decisions around using that that platform and being more aware of how it makes you feel while you're using it after you're using it um yeah because it's really a powerful thing and I think that it's just become so normalized and again I don't want to shame anyone there's no shame in spending a lot of time on social media that's just it's natural it's it's created that way and that's totally okay but you know if you're curious I'm here letting you know that it could be a really really good thing to take a break or to just limit it and I hope that this inspires someone to do so because I had a really great time and I don't even want to stop after one week but I hope that you enjoyed this this episode and and my raw thoughts on it and I hope it inspires you to take a look at your your usage your screen time and maybe be inspired to challenge yourself to try something new and live your life more consciously bye for now and i'll see you next time and that's our show as always thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to listen to me and support the podcast i always appreciate it if you're not following me on spotify subscribe to the podcast make sure you just click the button and then you can be notified every time i post a podcast before i go i want to thank the people who make this all possible my patrons patreon is something that i've started quite a while ago now and it's basically just a place to support me and support the podcast you donate a monthly pledge and in return you get perks like secret podcast episodes exclusive posts and updates and a shout out at the end of every episode which is kind of nice too i think i have posted 38 secret episodes on there so far so there's a lot to go back and listen to and you can subscribe for as little as two dollars a month so just like a cup of coffee a month which isn't too bad and of course it always means a lot to me First off, I need to give a very special shout out to our Sunflower patrons. That is Branwyn and my lovely mom and dad. We have my Fern patrons, Gar, Matthew, and Patty, and my Sprout patron, Dolphin. Thank you all so much. I appreciate you all every single day. If you want to join my Patreon, make sure you click the link in this description or you can head to my Instagram at Sunny Paxton and click the link in my bio to sign up there. Hope to see you soon and I'll see you next time.